One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Been a conversation for a number of years now. How many of guys, how many of the guys in this competition are worth one million dollars? Now, there's not many guys that are on this much coin, and you know most of the guys that are probably shouldn't be realistically. But uh, you know their managers took advantage of clubs that were a little bit desperate, needed guys in key positions, and had huge potential. So they paid overs to get these guys. You know we're talking guys like Ben Hunt, Ash Taylor, Milford, these sort of guys. Uh, but you know in saying that, Anthony Milford. He was playing unbelievable footy when he signed that huge contract, as was Ben Hunt. So, Ash Taylor, they signed on huge potential. And I know it's easy to say now that was a shit signing, but, and, and you know, it, it probably is fair they paid overs. But Ash Taylor coming out of, you know, junior footy, he looked like he was going to be a fucking superstar, believe me. Uh, but it hasn't panned out the way that Ash Taylor has expected, the way that management expected, the way the Titans expected it. And it's really hard when you do some of these contracts. Tamalolo is another one who's on you know, close to that, around that mark. And I mean, uh, I mean, we're looking at what Taumalolo is doing at the moment. He's obviously had three fractured hands, which has been a huge issue, but he's not even being utilized in the right way. So personally, I wouldn't pay a million dollars for a middle. Uh, that just seems ridiculous to me. I understand Taumalolo is one of the best, if not the best middle we've ever seen, but it doesn't directly correlate to wins for me. Uh, so for me, a million dollars for a middle is a little bit overs. I really need the game-breaking sort of guys. And I've noticed that on uh, YKTR Sports, uh, the mag, Justin Horrow has dropped this afternoon his three players that he believes are worth $1.5 million, which, of course, is a huge salary cap hit. But they, they're, they're, it is becoming more and more a superstar league. As we spoke about this the other day, we spoke about this with Isaac John too, how that... You know, this game, it is just becoming more and more dependent on certain individuals and whether they are playing or not. Like, guys are swinging the odds by 80 cents now. Like, in all honesty, as far as betting goes, Tom Travojevic, he is worth so much to that Manly Seagulls team. You look at the way they started the season, how they're going now. It is a superstar league. It is dominated by individuals at the moment, which... Positives and negatives to it, uh, 100%. I think it's great for advertising and whatnot. Uh, but, you know, if your t- team is missing one of these guys, you know, you really do suffer. But at the same time, you look at the Melbourne Storm, for me, they're not a one-man team. Uh, but 
you could argue that when they were out without Munster the other day against the Cowboys, they did struggle. But I don't think they are a one-man team. Whereas I think straight away, if you take out Tom Trevojevic and the Manly Seagulls, if you take out uh, Nathan Cleary from the Penrith Panthers, I don't believe either of those two teams can win the comp. You saw the Parramatta Eels without Mitch Moses. Even though with Moses, they didn't overly improve too much since his return. But it definitely is a superstar league. And I had a look at Hoz's, uh three guys that he named as $1.5 million men. And I agree with most of them. The first one was Tom Travojevic. We just spoke about him then. And I think it's very hard to push back on him being worth this sort of money. And don't get me wrong, it is an astronomical amount of money. Yeah, no doubt about that in any way, shape, or form. It is a huge amount of money. But for the impact that he has on the game, geez, I think it is worth it. Now, got to remember as well, if I would have said this to you a year ago, you would have absolutely pissed yourself. If I would have said a million dollars, you probably would have pushed back on me because he did have chronic hamstring injuries. If I would have said this to you six months ago before the season started, he already had a hamstring issue. You know, you would have pushed back on it heavily. But since returning, he has put together a number of games without an injury. So you would like to think that Tom Trevojevic has potentially turned the corner. I still think there would be a little bit of a fear giving him that much money. But if you don't, Someone else will, and and that's where these big lumps of money come from. And, you know, he might sign X amount of dollars. It might be 1.5 to stay at the Manly Seagulls, but I guarantee you a Tigers, uh, a Bulldogs, a Titans, one of these sides, they are they would be willing to throw 1.7 at him. Yeah, and, and I have no doubt about that whatsoever. Getting one of these three guys, it is a franchise-changing mood, and I move, and I just think that... Some of these bottom teams, they would give, they would sacrifice their entire soul to get one of these three guys. And Tom Trevojevic, he's probably at the very top of that list. It would still worry me with the hamstring issues. Obviously, he's put together a number of games now, and that's a completely fair shout. I can't push back on that. And when he is fit, I don't think there's any questioning that he is the best player in the competition. He is an unbelievable footballer. There was no one that even comes close to him. And it's not like it's been you know, little sporadic episodes of really good footy. Like, this year's been the best footy we've ever seen from any individual. But, I mean, Tom Trevojevic over the last few years, whenever he is playing, like, it hasn't been as good as this year, but I think it's been better than most individuals nearly every single year still. So, a freakish talent, the modern rules, they definitely suit Tom Trevojevic down to a T, being as quick as he is, being as big as he is, having the mindset that he does as well, which definitely matters when it comes to this sort of things. And that's where, as well... I would be happy to pay Tom Trevojevic this uh, this uh, amount of money because, yes, he's the nice guy. He's the guy that's cooking the barbecue down at, you know, Narrabeen Oval on Sunday afternoon. But he's also got the killer instinct. Yeah, he's he's not afraid to spray people in the field. He's not afraid to look up and see a weak defender at A and just say to the hooker, "Give me the fucking ball. Give me the pill. I'm just going to take it to, to, to the bloody try line for us. Yeah, oh, I'm going to deliver here." And that's the sort of footballer that you want if you're going to pay this much money. And Turbo, he's one of those guys. He's already shown as well that he can go and play state of origin football and do the same thing. The one thing that Turbo has to do now is dominate a final series. That's where you really elevate yourself to the next level. He's done it in origin. There's no question about that. He's one of the origin greats already, in my opinion. He has to dominate a final series. All the greatest players do. You look at the Manly Seagulls and guys that have dominated finals there. Obviously, you had Foz and DCE in 2011, killed at that series, along with, you know, in the late 2000s and 2011 as well, your Brett Stewart's, your Jamie Lyons, your Glenn Stewart's, these sort of fellas. You look at Jeff Tooby back in the 90s. They've all dominated final series. That's the next step for Tom Travojevic, and that's the next challenge for him because off the top of my head, and I could be wrong, but I would guess Tom Travojevic has probably played three to four finals games maybe, and I think this is something that people forget about him 
in his career that he really hasn't played that much finals footy. Obviously, in the first two years mainly of his career, mainly were obviously not overly crash hot realistically. Um, in fact, I'm having a look at it. He has played one game in the finals. Uh, which is pretty insane. So I, I said two to three, and that was overs. Now, the only finals game that he played in was all the way back in 2017. That was four years ago. So a massive test for Tom Dravojevic coming into finals footy for the first time in, jeez, oh, it's pretty much five years. That is just insane. But he is one guy that I agree. I would be happy to pay him $1.5 million moving forward. The next guy that has name was Nathan Cleary, and I back this one 100%. I think he is the best halfback in the game. Funnily enough, another guy, though, that hasn't really dominated a final series yet. He's very young. I understand that. He's been in a good team for a while. He's played, you know, a fair whack of finals footy, I would guess. I think he played a couple of years ago for the Penrith Panthers. He played last year as well. Um, I'm just getting up his numbers now of how many finals games he has played. I would say six or seven. He's played nine finals games. Yeah, he's won 55% of them. Not a bad record, five and four. Uh, But you want to see Nathan Cleary still deliver on those very big stages, which he had the opportunity to do last year. We didn't really see it come through there. But that's another step that he needs to take. It, it's funny that the two guys I'm so confident should be $1.5 million players. They haven't won a comp. They haven't do- dominated a final series either. So a really, really interesting take. Obviously, you could argue last year, Nathan Cleary, um, I think it was week one against the Roosters. I think he scored three tries and kicked the winning field goal as well. So it's not like he's been a pedestrian through finals footy, but he hasn't really owned a series like the great halfbacks have in the past. And you look through all the great halfbacks in rugby league, they have a final series that they really own. Nathan Cleary doesn't have that yet, but he is at a very young age. And I just think the leadership, the kicking game, the running game, defensively, he is unreal. I speak quite often about not wanting to have spot defenders in the seven jersey. I absolutely hate it. I hate the fact that we just ignore that about Jonathan Thurston's career when we talk about him as one of the greats, especially when we're comparing him to Freddie and Joey. I've spoken in length about this. For me, it matters. I know people just want to look at the attacking upside because that's the era we're living in, unfortunately. But defense matters. It doesn't matter what position you're playing. Defense matters. You can't just ignore 50% of the game. It matters for me. Nathan Cleary is one of the best defensive halves I've seen, probably since Joey, to be honest with you. He's an unreal defender, Cleary. Absolutely love the way that he defends. He's like a back rower, like Joey was, like Freddie was. They can do all this stuff with the ball. They can play tempo. They can kick. He can goal kick. He can kick field goals. There's nothing Nathan Cleary can't do. And then you turn the ball over, he puts you in a corner, and he can jam you as well. So just an unbelievably talented player, Nathan Cleary. And Tom Travojevic, he hasn't achieved on the biggest stages yet, but I would be willing to pay $1.5 million. And I have no doubt whatsoever that if he was to come off the market right now and be available to numerous other clubs, there would be some of the other clubs like the West Tigers, uh, maybe not the West Tigers because of the Cleary connection, but like the Gold Coast Titans, these sort of guys that I have no doubt they would be happy to fork out $1.7 million to get a Nathan Cleary onto their team because he is a game changer. He's the best seven in the game, and he looks like he's going to be the best seven in the game for quite a while to come. Yeah, there's no one else really at his level or no one else really looking like they're going to get to his level. You've obviously got Sam Walker, unreal footballer. He's a number of years away from being to where Nathan Cleary is and he needs a lot to go his way in the meantime. So Nathan Cleary, I would be more than happy to pay him 1.5. The last guy, Cameron Munster. Now, obviously, Hoz is a big fan of Munster. They do a podcast together. They're very good mates and... You know what? If you would have said to me at the end of last year, do you pay Munster $1.5 million? I would have said yes, I'd be happy to. Uh, pro- pro- 
probably not at the end of last year, but when I look back at the footy he played last year, I would say yes. When I look at the footy he's played this year, I sort of question it, to be honest with you. Uh, obviously, if you're paying a guy 1.5, it sort of lessens the opportunities to sign other guys around him. It makes the other players around him a little bit lesser. Um, and, you know, it, it just becomes hard to balance a salary cap. And I sort of, you know, I haven't really seen Cam Munster leave this Melbourne side and them completely capitulate, to be honest with you. Yeah, they struggled against the Cowboys in one game. But I also haven't really seen them without Cam Munster. But I tend to believe that they would probably be okay without Cam Munster, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, his kicking game has improved out of sight. He's tenacious as all fuck. He's a natural footballer as well, and that's what really matters to me when it comes to Cam Munster. He's one of my favorite players in the game to watch. But for me, for $1.5 million, I think I need a guy that is going to be the best player on the field week in, week out. Now, you could argue against that with Cam Munster because most of the time when the big stages come, he is the best player on the field. Uh, he steps up unbelievably. Origin this year, we didn't really see it from Munster. I thought he played well, to be honest with you, but he didn't do enough to be able to turn the tide completely. And I understand when, you, when your pack is getting dominated and all this, uh, it's very hard to do that. But, I mean, that's what, like, Joey's and Freddy's and these sort of guys did, which if they were in the modern game, I'd be paying them $1.5 million. I wouldn't think twice about it. Munster, it's interesting. As I said, the first two guys, and maybe it's a bit of recency bias for me, and if you were to say to me, oh, you're being biased because of recent events, I probably wouldn't push back on you. It's probably a fair shout. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. But I look at the way that Cleary and Travojevic are playing this year under these modern rules, and I think, yep, I would pay them 1.5. I look at the way that Munster's playing this year, and I probably think, you know what, I probably wouldn't go to 1.5, 1.3, maybe 1.4. I mean, there's not much difference from 1.5. Probably 1.3, I'd probably be happy to settle on Munster. But you've got to remember that we haven't seen him in the finals yet, and Munster saves his best footy for the big stages. He didn't deliver an origin, which for me... Just makes him even more dangerous come finals footy this year. So at the moment, I'm sort of sitting on the fence with Munster, to be perfectly honest with you. The first two, I would 100% pay $1.5 million to keep them. But as I said, they haven't delivered on the big stages. Munster has, but his form right now under these modern rules isn't at the same level of those other two guys. I think that you couldn't really argue for anyone else outside of these three. Uh, Tedesco, I think you could put a fair argument up for, but I wouldn't be willing to pay him 1.5. A Latrell Mitchell, a Cody Walker, another two guys you could make really fair arguments for, but I'm not going to pay them 1.5. They'd be in that 1.2 to 1.3 sort of category. I'm just thinking off the top of my head, who else would even be in this category? Just going to have a look at who else Hoz said. Kalen Ponga, another one that would be up there. I would put him in around the 1.2, 1.3 mark again. Obviously, he brings a lot off the field as well. So if a club that was struggling was to sign KP, it'd be massive. He's your billboard guy, so probably lifts his profile a little bit. The other guy's Harry Grant. Now, you all know I'm a huge fan of Harry Grant. I think he will be the best hooker in the game for the next 10 years. And I probably wouldn't pay him that much right now because I don't think his market value is worth that much right now. But if if I was a club, couldn't get any of these other top guys, 
And Harry Grant's management said to me, we'll come to you, but for 1.5, I'll tell you what, I'm scratching my head and I'm thinking about it. Because I saw what he did at the Tigers when he hadn't played first grade before and he had a preseason at a different club and he walked into the most dysfunctional fucking system in the world. And he was so impressive. I just, I, I would seriously consider paying 1.5 to get a guy like Harry Grant. And it is a bit of a gamble. I'm not going to put him in the Ash Taylor category. That'd be beyond ridiculous. But you are paying for potential in the future. And I've said from, you know, two and a half years ago, you guys have heard enough that I think Harry Grant's going to be one of the all-time greats. I wouldn't want to pay him $1.5 million right now, but I think in two years' time, he's going to definitely be in that category, which is scary to think when you consider all these other guys are fullbacks and halfbacks, yeah, uh, and, and five-eighths for Munster as well. But I think Harry Grant in the future, he could be up there. But for me, the two standouts in this competition so far, based off form this year, it has to be Tom Trevojevic and Nathan Cleary. Turbo's doing stuff that I've never seen anyone do before, so $1.5 million for him. Take it. Here's a blank check. Run away with it. Nathan Cleary, I mean, I just think he's the best seven in the game. He's got the best kicking game. He's got one of the best running games. Uh, he just needs to own those big moments, which I personally think, as I've always said to you guys, even though last year I said, I don't think the Panthers are going to win this comp. I don't think they'll be able to beat Melbourne on the big stages. I don't think Nathan Cleary is going to handle these big teams on the big stages. But as I've always said, it's a matter of time until he does. And I think every day we go through Nathan Cleary's career, that day where he can well and truly handle big teams on the big stages is a step closer. I don't think it's going to be this year, to be honest with you. I don't think they win the premiership. But I think over the next few years, Nathan Cleary, he's going to be a serious force to be reckoned with, a freakish player and a guy that I am more than happy to pay $1.5 million for. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 